I'm Jenny Donheiser. Ooh, and I'm Nicole Spizio. And this, and this is, is How, how Were You Brainwashed? Brainwashed. She's so slow. <laughs> Why are you doing it so slow? slow? Do it, do it, do I it thought, quick. And this is How Were You Brainwashed. brainwashed. <laughs> okay, perfect. Keep it all. Um, <laughs> hi, Jenny. Hi, Nicole. Babe. How are you? What's going on? What's, what's going on? You go first. Okay. I have absolutely so little to report. The highlight since we've last spoken is I went to an amazing new Union Square restaurant that opened up called P.F. Chang's. Oh. <laughs> there is now a P.F. Chang's sit down in New York, baby. They've had all these little stupid to go spots. But now if you want to sit in a P.F. Chang's, you can. And I and I did. And it was great. Mongolian beef delish. Crispy honey <laughs> chicken, crisp delish. I had a date night at P.F. Chang's. I love to cosplay as if Mike and I lived in the suburbs. I'm like, yeah. oh, we're going to Cheesecake Factory. We're going to P.F. Chang's. So that was honestly yeah, like the biggest thing that happened to me. You guys do love a chain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is like the reason they're popular is because it does all taste the same. You know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You mean every dish tastes the same? No. Or every- <laughs> I'm saying if I go to my local BF Chang's in Union Square and I go to one in Austin, Texas, that Mongolian beef is going to taste the same. I see. I see. Now, where in, I need to just orient. I might cut this because it'll be boring for non New Yorkers. But where in Union Square is this? So it's in the old Vapiano space. <gasps> Vapiano, yes, Vapiano, favorite place is no more. Vapiano was an incredible, essentially Italian cafeteria where you would go to your pasta station, <laughs> you would go to your pizza station, you would order from all the. It was like a dorm, a dining hall. But a yeah, restaurant. But yeah. Um, but now it is a, a gorgeous PF Chang's. Wow, it's located on University Place, right by those NYU students. They're gonna be hitting that up. A I, taste of home. I mean, bring your parents to visit you at yeah. school and then take them to PF Chang's. Oh, sad. <laughs> we had for dessert the great wall of chocolate. Tough. Please explain <laughs> what that is. It's a, it's a huge piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> Did you have a lettuce wraps? That's all I remember. I did suggest them. They were vetoed. <gasps> wow. They got dumplings that's, instead. That's that's the highlight from what I recall. I, you know, sometimes in love you have to compromise, <laughs> even if you don't want to. I think I went to the P.F. Chang's with my parents in Vegas. Ooh, what a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> it was a tough night for all of us. Is this part of your mystery date night series? Did you know you were going to P.F. Chang's or was it a reveal? This was just sort of my own suggestion to my own husband. Hey, babe, we have a Friday night off. Let's go into Manhattan at P.F. Chang's. Wow. Took that subway into Manhattan from Queens (laughs) to get that P.F. Chang's. Okay. What was your favorite thing that you ate and what was your least favorite thing that you ate? Okay. I will say that I had a horrible drink. That essentially was a creamsicle, an alcoholic creamsicle. It was disgusting. I don't know why I ordered it. I never have ordered something like it. I will never order something (laughs) like it again. Orange vodka, like, no, where am I? And I'm sorry to keep repeating it, but the Mongolian beef is so good. It's really (laughs) incredible. 
It's really good. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you remember the time you, me, and my ex-boyfriend all traveled to New Jersey to go to a P.F. Chang's in New Jersey? I do. I absolutely was, do. <laughs> was this better or worse than that time? I mean, better because I didn't have to take a ferry. <laughs> we took a ferry? Either there or home. There was some huh. kind of boat to New Jersey. Oh, what? I don't remember. Well, shout out to that night and uh, let's never bring it up again. Sorry, I brought it up now. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, you got something to rival that? What's going on with me? Uh, I Well, I went to Hillstone, which is another one of our favorite our chain restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Fat Ham on Broadway and then went to hillstone afterwards okay so how was fat ham fat ham is good it is you know hamlet at a backyard barbecue in atlanta okay um fun concept Mm -hmm. did it change my life did it break my brain no but it entertained me for 95 minutes (laughs) oh it's 95 minutes i'll see anything if it's 95 minutes (laughs) And then I got right out of that show, hailed a cab to Hillstone, got spinach artichoke dip, <laughs> Hawaiian ribeye, ooh, uh, ribs. Ribeye and sal- ribs. Yeah. Wow. And you, <laughs> you got our favorite salad. And our favorite salad. Yeah. Do you want to just tell people what's in our favorite salad? Uh, okay, at Hillstone? A, if you go to Hillstone, I would highly recommend the grilled chicken <laughs> chopped salad. Is that what it's called? I don't grilled remember. Chicken salad. <laughs> Might just... It's kind of like a Asian salad. It's got little wontons, little crispies. It's got an amazing jicama. dressing jicama. The chicken is like shaved almost like a deli meat. I would say like a rotisserie, a very... like a shredded. Oh. Hmm. Not a shaved okay, yeah. like okay. chicken cold okay. cut. I mean, I think it's just objectively <laughs> not true, but. Yeah, it was really good. I don't know. I love Hillstone. They <laughs> closed the uptown one. Now you can only go downtown. We're really strapped for Hillstones in Manhattan now. So that's the the classic rule is at a PF Chang's, you have to remove a Hillstone <laughs> to keep the balance in order. Yeah, the ecosystem. Incredible. So we both went to Chains that right. weekend. So we're really <laughs> sad, sad people that ever lived. <laughs> I got to go now. I want to bring in our our guest. Yeah. Yeah. So so he can save us from this. (laughs) Well, we have a really special guest here. A star in in our midst. A a star. Incredible actor, writer, comedian, podcast host. Have Uh, you heard of it? That's a gay ass podcast. That's what he hosts, baby. (laughs) Frequently ranked as one of the top 100 comedy podcasts on lists all around the town. Hell yeah. Viral moments on the TikTok, the Instagram. Hell yeah. Friend of the pod. So honored and lucky to have him. Please welcome Eric Eric Williams. Oh, you said it perfectly in sync. It is so hard to not chime in on a chain restaurant conversation. God. (laughs) Babe, get in. You're here now. Okay, so I want to say a couple of things. One thing I want to say is is P.F. Chang's does mean a lot to me and my family. To me, it was like, like the height of... 
before school dance dining or maybe um, with our friends having a special night out. I do think the lettuce wrap erasure is problematic, Nicole. Um, Absolutely. Thank you. I do also think that Vapiano being the location of it is (laughs) controversial. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One of my best friends worked at Vapiano. um, (gasps) And the only thing I want to add to the conversation is that Mm -hmm. I had a really devastating chain restaurant moment because I grew up idolizing Red Robin. Okay. And I was out of town for work recently. Oh, I was snowed out of town in Portland and I like couldn't get back to LA because they had their worst snowstorm since World War II, if, if anyone's counting. <laughs> okay. And oh um so I went to a Red Robin to kind of treat myself to from the devastation of the storm and it was bad i like yeah they didn't have the chicken caesar wrap i grew up with the Aww. steak fries were fine and then mm-hmm. the server shaded me for ordering so much food <gasps> what i'm no. not joking because i was like pay- it was like my i mean i'm gonna be honest on this gosh darn podcast it was for my day job i had a per diem to use the company money and yes. i had barely spent any money that day so i was like you know what i'm gonna go ham at red robin and i even said to her that and she was like really that is a lot of food i was like wait really yeah i was like am i supposed to defend you putting clocking in more and the thing is i'm obviously always team server especially with (laughs) you know nicole's story of the paper in the mouth from the eggplant parm (laughs) like the way you dealt with that was so beautiful and i never (laughs) want to come into a podcast being anti-server absolutely at at a red robin i that's where i draw the line I mean, servers, they're just like us. You know, some of them, not nice. We shouldn't be (laughs) judging people on what they're ordering. Especially, honey, if the company's paying. Mind your fucking business. I even said that to her. And then to make it a full circle moment, I was in San Francisco like a week ago. And I said my same spiel. I was like, I normally, I don't, I shouldn't need to say this, but (laughs) Red Robin gave me trauma. So I said, I know I'm going to order a lot, but I'm here for work. (laughs) And I said, I want to get boo, 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 boo. And then she was such an ally. She said... Well, you know, if you order this thing, it has everything you're looking for. And it's like a perfect amount. And I was like, oh, my God. And I got it. It was heavenly. And she and I, I, you know, the company tipped her 22%. Graciously. (laughs) Beautiful. She's like, if you get the appetizer sampler, sir, you can have the mozzarella sticks and the wings. Literally. Potato skins. It was actually, it was actually a like brunch spot where... They, if you get a big order of their famous dish, which is the silver dollar pancake, mm-hmm. which comes with like like eighteen of them, <laughs> I said I want to get this and the boo and the boo boo boo, and she said get this one. It has nine of the silver dollar pancakes and the other dishes, and I did that, and it was stunning. And the pancakes, it's called Sears Fine Food. It's a tourist trap, and I will go back every time. I feel like Nicole and I have been at many dinners where we've asked if we're ordering too much to the waiter Absolutely. or to the server. And I feel like one time someone did say yes. Yeah, rain it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we're always going out with a big group and just, you know, we want to try to know. everything. But it's hard to know. Is it going to be a small plate? Is it going right. to be a large plate? And, you know, to be fair to them, they don't know how hungry we are. So it's got to be, I yeah. guess, a hard question to ask. To be asked. Yeah, but I mean, nine times out of ten, they say, no, that's great. You'll take it home. Who cares? You know, they're working for tip money. But this person was like, yeah, I think this is too much. (laughs) Let's eliminate one to two plates. (laughs) And that was a bummer I mean, to overorder and go home with a doggy bag, what a gift. 
It's a treat. What a gift. That's Absolutely. what I even, great I even said to her, I'm cool with doggy bags. And she still proceeded to give me <laughs> trouble. So I was like, okay, what are we doing here? I and, and then the milkshake was not as good as it could have been. It's like, that's where I really get, have agita. If I may use that word. Absolutely <laughs> lend it. Absolutely. Because I lately, if I, I do tend to turn to sugar, if I feel like I need a crutch and if I'm springing for the milkshake and it's not yeah, everything in all things, mm. then it's a big disappointment. Absolutely. What's your flavor? I just need a chunk. If I'm being honest, I need, uh-huh. if I think if I'm being honest, like, decadent would be like even like a chocolate cookies and cream like a chocolate and mm. an oreo in there like wow. I, I don't fuck nice. around so um yeah that like i grew up going to steak and shake speaking of chains like they're mm. tons of chunky shakes and that's why if i go to an ice cream spot if i have a choice between a smooth boo 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 or a chunky ga 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 <laughs> honey <laughs> chunky ga 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 <laughs> Now, I have to say, somewhere I heard that Ben and Jerry's, when they were coming up with their ice creams, what they found in their data is that people would prefer to have less bigger chunks than more smaller ones. Say it again. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Square is not a... They prefer less... People, People want the big chunks so they will be more satisfied if there's only a couple of big fat chunks than they would be if there was lots and lots of little little chunks i co-sign i see they want those big pieces of oreo yeah and even if it's it's not as many it still feels more satisfying and i think that that's true I think that's true as well, because if you get a quote-unquote Oreo, a cookies and cream, and then it's only like a, a dot-dot-dot of a little bit of a chocolate dust, that's not yeah. cookies and cream. That's no. just... Cream. Boo-boo-boo. That's cream. Yeah. yeah. That's cream. <laughs> no cookie. <laughs> I have been to the Ben & Jerry's factory in Vermont. Oh. And the best thing about it is they have a graveyard of retired or dead flavors so (laughs) they probably prefer retired talking to us like we're children now these flavors are retired they actually work so hard we don't see them anymore they're dead they're dead they all have their own little tombstones jenny's the mom nicole's the dad come on honey they're dead be honest with them come on they need to learn sometime they're 11 let them know the flavors are dead There was a TV show where people competed to make a new Ben and Jerry's flavor, and oh. uh, they did see this said graveyard. Oh, it was the beginning of the that. pandemic viewing where we were really cruising the stations, if you will. <laughs> and this came up, and it was what the doctor ordered for March of 2020 <laughs> for sure. <laughs> what one? Girl, if you think I watched the whole series, <laughs> I think I got two to three episodes in and I was like, now we get it. Now I kind of get it. And that's coming from someone who can talk about ice cream too much. Like, as my husband once said, it was a little bit too much ice cream talk in that episode. And I, and I listened. I, <laughs> I've done my podcast now. This is the third year and I gotten the feedback and um, I, I've learned what's up. I've learned what's up. I've learned Which, of course, like we're now in minute 14 and I'm like, <laughs> and this part of ice cream I like. So I'll go on other, I'll go on other people's podcasts and only talk about ice cream. But I, 
have too much drama with my well, hopefully he will listen spouse. so you can feel free oh no he won't Good. <laughs> I'm um okay i do have to say that something about your husband oh say it say it say and it i okay, was gossip i was at home last week watching the bitch sesh live show <gasps> Oh my God, and Nicole. They go to a question in the audience from none other than Eric's husband. I said, I know. <gasps> Matt Lummis was oh my a God. had a boots on the ground for mm-hmm. Bitch Sesh. And it's and it's a real boots on the ground that what if I was like, he made it up. Can you imagine? And he lied. Uh, he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he fully made it up to talk to Casey and Danielle. No, he told me about it and I was instantly just like, oh my God, this is huge. And the boots on the ground is that he was walking, I think he was walking our dog Freddie at the Silver Lake Reservoir, and he said he had a bag of Freddie's shit in one hand, and the other hand he like had like a water bottle or something, and he spotted a blonde girl and a brunette in the distance. Turns out he knew the brunette was Katie Maloney. He's like, oh my mm. god, this is Katie Maloney. What if? Is that Lala? Who is it? Turns out it was Ariana Maddox. <gasps> and this was maybe four days after the news had broken about yeah. the affair. And oh so he said to me, and if you know Matt, he's a little introverted when you first meet him. He's, of course, a silly Billy freak show. But like when, he's like a little <laughs> bit of, I'm more of the extrovert you know freak a deek and he wanted to say something to them but he first tried to make a heart shape with his hand to like just like you know i'm not gonna make too much but he couldn't make the shape because he's holding shit and so he said he just made a <laughs> he made a weird hand gesture and then he realized that wasn't translating and so then he ter- said to ariana we're we love you we're thinking about you like whatever he said and then she was like oh my god thank you so much it was really receptive when I heard this. I I felt like it was just such a big deal for our family. And then he was smart enough to message it into Bitch Session. They chose him for the live show, baby. Oh, my God. In my little house, I saw him. It was so exciting. (laughs) From coast to coast. I mean, my my, my dream is to one day meet those women. I've loved Casey Wilson since. Like, happy endings for me. The best. Pretty monumental. I don't even know mm-hmm. what age I was at when I, if I'm being fully honest, it might have been when I was studying abroad and I was homesick and I mm-hmm. would just no. like watch it on YouTube or like, or, but I'm sure I watched it before that I just, that show is it. I feel like all three of us, that show was for us. It was great. Yes. Loved. loved. It. It's a good rewatch too. Wait, I think I rewatched your, in the pandemic. Ask <gasps> yourself right now. What? No, no, I have to do it later, Eric. Uh, okay. That's well, a, I. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't okay. Well, then we'll we have structure. We have rules. Actually, this is great. This is a good teaser. Then, so listeners, hang tight stay, for the end of the episode. Stay to the end of the episode where we cast happy endings. Oh, I can't wait. Happy endings. Absolutely, I did actually see your husband post about this on Instagram, and I think I messaged him, being like, "This is like when everyone saw Hillary Clinton hiking in the woods." Do you yes, that? yes, I do. <laughs> Everyone was like, I ran into Hillary in the woods. She's fine, you guys. It was right after she lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Also, did you also hear recently that someone shit in the aisle of a Broadway show that she was at? She and Chelsea were at a Broadway show, and there was a headline that was like, audience member shits in the aisle close to (laughs) Hillary and Chelsea. What is wrong with people? What show? What show? <laughs> Fat ham. I'm kidding. I have no idea. I have no oh. idea. <laughs> yeah, they were really going to theater left and right for a while. I guess they still are. Honey, but because why? that's how we cope with trauma. Yes. We go to hear the We go to the told. theater. We go to see Shucked. <laughs> 
which by the way i which by the way i hear it's really good it it, it seems like a yeah, plot point from the other two it. yeah i keep seeing ads for it and i'm like they need to they need to be advertising this differently. I can't really tell what it is. It feels like it's, it's a clip art picture of corn. Corn, yeah. It's, it's I mean, corn. I think it's safe to say that that is what it is. <laughs> I think you're right. It's not to be controversial, but it's a little bit of the bros movie element where the marketing I find, like, you could take one of two roads and they took the road less traveled. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Chuck was just like, it's about corn. Whereas bros was like, if you don't see it, you're bad. You're homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. You turn your back on the community. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, all, of course, most people were like, well, I don't like homework, so... Yeah. yeah people love to be given and this is coming from someone who like saw it really enjoyed it friends i saw it too. worked on it Same. like we saw it but you know we saw it. i didn't need to be yelled at to do no. it i was just gonna go yeah. see it like, okay yeah. okay okay and it ended up being great <laughs> we should get spawn con for shucked for this episode yeah. this episode brought to you by well, shucked we'll say your marketing's <laughs> fucking great <laughs> i've tried to get my podcast sponsored by bidets for months and months and months and no no dice no takers no takers yeah. i'm okay. uh there's a specific brand of fat mattresses <laughs> mattresses <laughs> for fat people that i'm i got my eye on reaching out to do <laughs> that I, I do have their bed frame and it's very sturdy so what um do, what's the name of the company are you allowed to say it or she wanted to want to well, bleep it out not I think that's true. That's true. <laughs> everything, you can everything. Out via Google, you can, but I'm going to see if we can get them to give us some money. Uh, Your mouth to that mattress company's ears, to so that bed frame's ears. I yes. pray that for you, and I, I have good feelings. Thank you. Oh, you mentioned your dog's poop, and I just gotta say, your dog is so cute star. i mean a true star every time i come across it on instagram i go oh my god i did think your face I when feel you... that way about every dog really i that's so nice i, really I didn't don't. when you brought him up i first like your face i thought you were gonna say speaking of poop your dog <laughs> is such a disgusting piece of shit um no he the, the funniest thing about freddie is that he was very much found on the street by someone that we follow on twitter who posted a video <gasps> of him and matt my husband famously uh did not want a dog even though he loves dogs he's not a bad person but he <laughs> did not want us to own a dog based on like when we go out of town it's tough sure money, blah 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 but he saw this dog and he was like this is my dog and so we Aww. mess we talked to the guy who told us what shelter he was taken to the first day he was put on the website we visited and we adopted him that day but he is so cute that some people have given us a complex that he was not a street dog and he was just stolen from a family oh my <laughs> so god we we had a really devastating moment where we saw a picture of him from when we had first gotten him and his hair was really short and we were like <gasps> what if he like just been groomed by this family in beverly hills <laughs> And we are just fully stealing. But he definitely, I mean, he was not no neutered. Way. He was not chipped. Oh. His nails were super long. Yeah. Like he okay. also, was, 
he was a rescue baby. <laughs> yeah. Also, they took him to the shelter, right? And the shelter's not paying them for the exactly, dog. exactly. Maybe and something they went wrong in the dog deal, you know? It's like, <laughs> <gasps> what if he's one of Lady Gaga's dogs? That's. Can you <gasps> I didn't want to bring it up, but but I did. He. But you uh, did. I just want to. I want to just get better at taking a compliment and just say thank you for saying that he's cute because that um that means he's a lot. really cute. He's and I he's, know you birthed him. I birthed him from my own. <laughs> <laughs> people always tell me my dog's cute i'm like thank you yeah he has my jeans or i say something <laughs> stupid like that i like, do think I'm i saw just, you it is a weird compliment it is but it's no, also it's like not. He... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, i'm not I, it's like complimenting a baby being cute is kind of like well yeah like it has my jeans i'm it's i think what you're baby. saying is weird is that we take the credit Yes, That's because like, thank we, you. This is better. <laughs> I picked it. You're actually complimenting my taste. Oh, that's true. That, and we and th- and yeah. I have to give Matt the credit for that because oof, I shouldn't be admitting this on a, rec- a recording. However, <laughs> I did. I was maybe looking to get a dog that was aesthetically not a rat, and I'm not saying that <laughs> Freddie is a rat, but he has a wiry a wiry coat. And um, I mm-hmm. said to Matt, I was like, you know, I just never saw myself having this sort of terrier mix vibe. And now he loves to, he loves to hold it over my head of like, <laughs> well, you never wanted it. <laughs> I was like, it was, oh my God, it was one time. Wow, it doesn't wow. let you talk about ice cream. You're really painting Matt out to be <laughs> real. No, but, but, but um, let me, let me, now let me, let me um, make a, a balanced comment about a good Say thing. A nice you thing. know, <laughs> one time he wasn't as mean as he usually is. I'm kidding. Um, he. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he sounds like such a catch. No, he, we actually, here's a great win is that we had couples therapy today, which you're like, good. We had a really great sesh because we're like, part of the reason we, started doing it now is we you know made a big move across the country and like Mm -hmm. i realized that the first six months we were just trying to feel normal and get our lives together and meet people and you know so much going out of our comfort zone and then once that dust settled i think there was a realization that we hadn't touched in with each other as much as we should have in in terms of Mm -hmm. just like recalibrating and so we started seeing this person and today's session was like most of it was like this is how great we're doing and that was like what a lovely thing because it's about to be 10 years that we've been together in in, oh in the fall my god and congratulations thank you and that's honestly it's not my main brainwash thing but when you when i was like prepping for hours for this podcast i was like <laughs> one of the things that i feel like we were brainwashed for or about was the struggle is to find the partner and then mm-hmm. the struggle kind of ends after that or is much less after that mm. and i just think i wish there was more honesty about how relationships are of course wonderful and all the great things but if you're not actively tending to and working at it then it is uh, hard and a bigger struggle and so i wish there was more honesty about the toothness of relusha's the toothness of relusha's yeah i also feel like we've really normalized therapy for like working on my mental health doing all of that but i still feel like couples therapy for some reason hasn't had the same branding yet i agree Um, and i feel like we all were like you do it when everything's bad, you know, yeah. like, okay, you're at a breaking point. Somebody needs to come in, but it's, I don't think you should be doing it at that point. Hopefully you try to do it before that point. That's and what they say. That, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I sometimes yeah. bring it up almost as a point to like right the wrong of 
my childhood, which is that it is seen as such like a, a thing mm-hmm. to be embarrassed about. And I think it shows a strength. I really do. 100%. Jenny, will you allow me to say the thing that your mom said about marriages? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. One time Jenny said that her mom said this and it's been stuck in my brain ever since. Is she goes, sometimes there's good years and sometimes there's bad years. And I just really, as a college child, did not think like, oh, there could be a bad year. But like, obviously, because it's life, there's mm. death, job changes, friction, moments of hard stuff that lasts a long time. Yeah. And just because if you were to have like a shitty bad year because of whatever circumstances doesn't mean it's a bad relationship necessarily. Just I'm mean glad that you said that. Hard. We need to, that needs to be normalized more too, of like, even just bad minutes, moments at all. For a great example, if Matt and I, this is like the first few years of dating, A, if we were like either having a fight or a bad week, my black and white brain was like, we're doomed, we should break up. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then it became like the more years we were together, if we weren't like, (laughs) I'll say it, if like we hadn't been as intimate as I would have liked or however Mm -hmm. long it had been, I was like, okay, so we're fucked and um, we're a bad, (laughs) we're in a bad relationship. And it's like that thinking that you have to allow the stretches Mm -hmm. of whatever it is. And that's the thing is the really good stretches aren't going to last forever either. I think that's just true about most things too, is like if, you can't weather the roller coaster. It's not a value judgment on the actual thing, whether that's the relationship, the project, the work thing. It's more just like you need to know that the roller coaster is going to go back up and back down. Right. Like that's with the point of your life can't be <laughs> to always be happy because it's not how it works. Cause sad stuff happens. Are you watching love is blind season four? Yes. <laughs> I am. I have Nicole, not begun. That's okay. And you're the perfect. But please this feel is, free to say. Well, they only, they release new episodes in a few days. The only thing that made me think of it is there's this one person, I think it's, oh, I think it's Jackie. One of the women says, I want the love that is always passionate. I want the love that is always boo, boo, boo. And as she's saying that, I'm sitting on the couch next to my legal spouse, knowing <laughs> that this girl is in for a rude fucking awakening and i think that's another brainwash thing if you think that your marriage or your partnership is going to be always fucking hot and heavy <laughs> we're gonna be fucking in the kitchen it's like no like sometimes you have to do jury duty and you're not gonna fuck right before jury duty yeah sometimes you have a little tummy ache and, you and sometimes you have a tummy alone. ache there was a something on like Twitter or like a monstrous video on TikTok of some woman being like, "Oh yeah, I know what it is. This is perfect for now because she is wasn't." I'll tell you the full story before the actual truth, which is that she had a video much like this of like her on a podcast, and she was talking about how she makes her and part of the reference and the language is what she says. She makes her man nut like eight times a day. <laughs> Or like six, oh like God. six times a day, like something insane. And it's her being like, and you know what? When I wake up, 
I make sure he nuts so that he knows that I'm boo boo. And you know what? Before he goes to work, yeah, I make my man nut. It's like and it's like fully unhinged. And then it came out that she was an OnlyFans worker who does not have a podcast at all. And she put up a microphone and recorded a video to give her a sense of legitimacy. But I will say she's a marketing genius for sending traffic to her OnlyFans. And I really, obviously, you know, sex work is working. Live your truth, Girlina. However, the like nutting that many times a day, I do think is a punishable offense. <laughs> That is not sustainable. Oh my god, that's like Larsa Pippen on the Real Housewives of Miami reunion being like, "We had sex four times a night." Oh yeah, I was like, "What are you talking about, Larsa?" Ma'am, prove it. Ma'am. Four times a night. So- this is an Arby's vibes. Yeah. This, like this, that is not. There's a time and a place, and uh, marriage is not four times a night. I mean, listen, if if <laughs> if it can be at some point, God bless. But- God you have bless. One really horny week, but yeah, four times a night sounds <laughs> mostly not horrible. That, I'm more thinking about how exhausted I'm going to be the next day and like in a bad mood. I don't care how many times I've oh. nutted. Pardon, <laughs> nut. <But> like, <laughs> nut. What's the past tense of nut? <laughs> Nat. <laughs> Natted. No, I don't care how many times I've nat. <laughs> I always make my man nat. You know the last Nats time he nat. Oh no, our friend's boyfriend is named Nat, and he listens to this podcast. We're sorry, Nat. Iconic name, though. It's okay, it's hot. It's hot. To yeah, it is hot. Me not. I wish people said Nicole to me nut. <laughs> you know what so my name hot. means my name means in english in the past tense is actually uh nutted nutted <laughs> <laughs> do have nutted okay we got definitely off the track <laughs> <laughs> this is an amazing now is this this is your brainwash or do we have a, a separate brainwash oh nutting um no um i think my actual <laughs> my actual brainwash is i first thought about chiropractory being good that was a brainwash and then i realized that that is something that should be touched on but the bigger thing for me that is true to my core is i was brainwashed to think as a kid that body hair is gross and bad and <gasps> it really i had to do a lot of unlearning you came yes. with two incredible brainwashes. Thank you. And we don't think we're getting out without talking about chiropractors. <laughs> it's been a recent thing that has been so devastating for me because, oof, I'm not joking when I say during the first year or two of the pandemic, I'm want to have anxiety and live in my head. And I would literally lay on my bed and go through compilations. And I could tell you names. I could tell you places that these people practice. The ring dinger, the Y strap, the like, I love chiropractory and the videos. And I've just recently learned that it will give me a stroke eventually. (gasps) Wait, okay. I don't know this. I never have been to chiropractor. Well, much like your gorgeous episode with John Early talking about his herniated disc stuff. I also had a, a herniated disc like a long time ago. And when I was on tour with elf the musical i was very trying to be really careful about my back because it if i throw it out it's really like fucking awful and so the first Mm. time i did the show i was doing my exercises my stretches and then i was seeing a chiropractor in a lot of the cities i went to and 
I ended up throwing my back out like the last two weeks of the show. And it was just fucking, it was abysmal. It was in San Francisco. It was like something I never wanted to repeat. So when I did the show again, a few years later, I again did the exercises. I did the chiropractor at some cities and i went to a really shitty chiropractor in new orleans that was gave me a little bit of red flags of like maybe i should be a little more careful of the people i'm seeing and then i did throw my back out soon after that not because of the chiropractor it was mm-hmm. because I, I had done way too many shows and then i had traveled and lugged suitcases and shit but i threw it out again to the point of like i'm crying at intermission of the show because it is so much pain. And so we we'll still go to chiropractors after that. And then the pandemic hit and I didn't really need to go anymore. And I started reading. And this guy that I follow is or kind of like social media friends. He's a doctor, like a neurologist. And he said, there's so many people that get neck adjustments and they show up in the hospital because I think it's like either strokey or something that's like serious. And so now I'm like, oh okay, well, God. that's just not the vibe. Yeah, yeah. I have back problems and have been a chiropractor girl and it has come out that it seems like chiropractoring is controversial to say the least within the medical yeah. community. Yeah. So what, Nicole, what's your journey been? When's the last time you got adjusted? So I have left being a chiropractor girl and I'm now a physical therapy girl. I think that's the move. Have you done that at I, all? So I did it when I first hurt my back and it all just was fucked from the jump because I was 23 years old. I was doing a show mm-hmm. where I heard it and of course the show didn't want to have anything to do with workman's comp or whatever. And then the right. doctor I went to was like, yeah, you're probably fine. Just like he literally said to me, it's so much paperwork. You're probably fine. And so <gasps> I didn't fill anything out. And then I went to physical therapy and it started to feel a little better. But then because I have people pleasing tendencies, I had just gotten a job working at David's Tea in Park Slope. Shout out. Oh, I remember that. Your David's Tea era. (laughs) I'm in my David's Tea era. Um, My boss knew I had hurt my back, but she was like, would you mind picking up that really heavy box over there? And I was like, of course, because I want to make $11 an hour and not make my manager mad. Like I was so, and then I I Mm -hmm. felt an immediate like horrible pain and I either re-injured it or whatever. And the physical therapy still helped, but short answer, I haven't been back and I just need to because anybody who follows me might have seen that I threw it out very badly for the first time since elf actually so the, for the first time in like five years two weeks ago and i truly oh, could, no. like, couldn't walk so i i need to go back because it's and a friend of mine told me to go to the chiropractor and i was like i'm not going <sighs> to yeah i mean they're just like snapping my neck like it's i just press in my spine i don't know and, and i want to say do your own research this is not a medical advice pod but i will say for me physical therapy is is the way to go it is just massage stretches yeah building strength yeah um on the like muscles that i already have instead of someone putting one vertebrae where it's supposed to be <laughs> quote unquote like I, violently I, I struggle with the like i'm still trying to gain enjoyment from watching the hot chiropractors on tiktok do it but it's starting to make that less enjoyable <laughs> too what do you have to do to become a chiropractor that's a good question a doctor well no, apparently right? the person who founded chiropractic was like yeah a ghost told me to do this or something like that like something like <laughs> what <laughs> like, so not, not very founded in science yeah start but i'm sure yeah I, well, isn't there i'm you know again yeah, i don't know anything but like 
I, I think there is controversy within the medical community about chiropractors calling yeah. themselves doctors. There's mm. something, there's some, we don't, you know, we don't have all the information here on this podcast. <laughs> well, but and I think the theme of something. this episode is that just like with servers and whoever, there's going to be bad people in the bunch. And so on the opposite side, we know there are going to be good chiropractors who probably have never sent someone to the hospital with a stroke. But how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? When I think right. of all the coworkers I've had over the year, how many percentage of them are so bad at their job? And then I think of like a doctor. Uh, if that many doctors are bad at their job, how am I alive? How <laughs> are we alive? It's scary. So many I'm- doctors are over it. I feel like <laughs> half the time I go to the doctor and they're like, uh, yeah, whatever. Do this thing. Do that thing. I'm like, oh, God, this sucks. They don't want to Whatever happened here. to Bedside Manor? They don't care. They've been through too much. I, this is why I think we should change jobs every 10 years. Doctors, after 10 years, they're over it. They don't want to treat you. They don't want to look at your vagina anymore. Whoa. They don't want to take your blood. They hate it. They need to go be a farmer (laughs) Mm. do you know what's crazy about that is my my sister-in-law's dad um i'm gonna say jerry rest in peace you are such a king in the castle he was a doctor and he after to jenny's point he ended up retiring from doctoring and became a photographer and had like galleries of his work and yes did it include him photographing nude women yeah babe yes it did (laughs) and did he take my entire family into his studio to see walls of breast yeah babe did i look at areolas next to my mom of course i did but he and then he always joked with me he was like eric you gotta put me in a movie i've always wanted to be a character actor and i was like jerry go off and so he did he took Chinese advice and quit the biz to enter yeah, the I, entertainment industry <laughs> i don't want to be committed to something for 40 plus years you know you gotta grow your brain's gotta learn new stuff you gotta stay stimulated if you stop learning you're yeah, dead but, like to the same point i can't just like be a brain surgeon now like with <laughs> yeah, my experience like your third job is ways. brain surgeon yeah, I hear that. But maybe they should normalize 40 plus year olds going to medical school, <laughs> starting a new life. Uh, get some scholarships out there for those of us who want to change a life at 45. That's what I think. My brother and did I'm go to vet school to it. Um, in his 30s. There you go. Not 40s, but not nothing. It's not nothing. And now he has his own practice. He has his own practice in St. Louis, Missouri that is thriving. And uh, go to MetroVet, y'all, in St. Louis. It's really, it's, it's, I've been, it's, it's gorge. It's modern. (laughs) That's incredible. Well, I, I also, you know, want to talk about body hair. Thank you. Absolutely. And I think that I have a transition piece, which is that my vet's name is Dr. Pet Daddy. And I feel like that sort of brings us to body hair. Yeah, especially in the daddy realm. You're saying that his government name or his Instagram name? The practice name is Dr. Pet Daddy. You're kidding. No. Obviously, I did no research. I was like, I walked by it one day. I was like, well, I'm going there. Is he a gay bear daddy? He has, he does not, he has not told me as such. He's (laughs) holding that close to the vest. He's not come out at this point. Oh, I can't wait to research Pet Daddy to see what's going on. Dr. Pet Daddy. <laughs> Dr. Pet Daddy. Wow. Um, 
Okay, body hair. We need to Yeah, talk it about just it. Well, here's the thing is that I speaking of the St. Louis of it all is that I grew up in a very I've realized this in my adult life recently of how conservative and like one not even one note, but what was acceptable back then you had to be i'll tell you what you had to be you had to be an athletic hairless dude who was of course very straight who was not nice to gay people or losers quote unquote losers who you deem as losers and so i would be in the locker room during pe class and i would change in the stall because i was so embarrassed about my body hair and i of course like started shaving my beard before a lot of people did and it speaks to the jewish experience it speaks to any community that has body hair but then Mm -hmm. especially since all all three of us went to the same college together i can tell you that my sophomore year i had a total spring awakening if you will where i hooked up with someone and i just come out you know like right before I, i went to college i hooked up with someone who was into my body hair and i literally thought the thought in my head oh my god i'm not disgusting <laughs> like that's how ingrained oh. in me was like yeah. this yes. is not this is not a deficit this is not gross and now of course i like have overcorrected just like i just find myself very attracted to hairy men now and it's also becoming more acceptable in the culture thank god and it's objectively hot as shit hell yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) well there was so much i mean there was so much judgment and sass about it growing up you know i remember a joke that i unfortunately told my freshman year of college my last name of course i share it with the gorgeous robin williams and i made a joke in one of my academic classes in college that robin williams was my uncle and everyone's like wait what and i was like yeah no like robin williams is my uncle we're both williams and then people are kind of like doubting me and then one bitchy girl in the back was like oh yeah your har- your arms are really hairy too <gasps> i was like okay God. joke's over joke's over he's not my uncle moving on what everyone do your oh. homework like i was so embarrassed <laughs> it's like you know when you throw that and now of course if someone said that to me i'd be like and like you know it's it's all good but as an 18 19 year old yeah yeah the shame around body hair and for women too we're just like you can't have hairy legs you can't have hairy armpits you can't have a mustache you can't have you can't have it really some people shave their arms who are women I was because bleaching they... my arm hair as yeah. middle schooler <laughs> like I waxed. what and i did not absolutely need to i wouldn't have needed to regardless but like there there's really nothing going on and i was like it's so bad and horrible i must bleach my arm hair Yes. Well, speaking of arm hair, my geometry teacher was a guy who shaved it and had stubble. And I remember looking at his arm class after class, just being like, is it a, is it a skin issue? Is there like, and then I had, and then I had like, I just could not compute why a person would want to do that. And then I started, I think, to really internalize like, no, I think he just hates his body. And then full circle to love is blind. One of the guys, there's a shot of him with his arm around her and you can see his stubbly armpit because he shaved his armpit and i just remember thinking to myself when i was watching it like he's probably still a prisoner to Mm. a self-hatred that he couldn't shed and of course i you know if that makes him happy go off but like i hope it's i doubt that it's coming from a place of like i feel so good about myself that i'm gonna no he's on love is blind (laughs) (laughs) he does not love yeah we don't trust his judgment in (laughs) other areas we don't trust it in this one either i know which one was it it was the defense lawyer, Nick? Zach. Zach, 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 thank you. 
he's a he's an interesting bird. I'll oh that yeah, the, that's all we can say. But he is an interesting bird. <laughs> the best part well, that we will we give us a pitch for Nicole to tea. watch is when okay, I'll only give away a teeny part. That's one of the first episodes, which is when he finally meets the person he is proposed to. Instead of being like, "We, this is amazing! Wow, my God, we love each other." She was like, "You make really direct eye contact. You're like, that's really <laughs> creepy." <laughs> <laughs> like oh, no. it, it's not not the campiest thing to do a dating oh. show where you can't see the other person and the second you see them you immediately insult their looks <laughs> i mean i that's why i was just like do i have another season of love is blind in me i don't know but it sounds like maybe maybe i you thought guys i did this season is good i thought i did and then people posted and here we are okay this All season right. is good nicole there's a okay. lot there's a lot going on I mean, just have... after like the Bartice of it all, like how much work can I oh, take? Oh my god, that was, like... that was tough. That was tough. All right, yeah, I, but I trust you both. This time they're all in Seattle, which last time they were all famously in Dallas, my hometown, which is a horrible place that breeds horrible people. So I mm. understand why the men were so bad last time. This time they're not great, but they seem the men are better than the slightly Dallas better. Men. Yeah, yeah. There's yes. a there's a lot more of like, an emotional maturity from the men that you would not expect just from men in general i do appreciate that there's more female villains than male this time oh oh i always like that yeah nicole there's a wild female villain oh okay <laughs> <laughs> oh okay that's really all I you was... needed to say moments before this recording was watching her instagram apology i'll just (gasps) (laughs) oh what a good what a good plug i can't wait to watch that's the first thing i'm gonna do when i log off i mean what's the category is it racism is it what what's that's a good question that's a great question of of her apology Mm. like of the instance that she is apologizing for jenny what do you say It's, it's mostly just general terrible behavior yeah wow, like okay. bad like bad humanness <laughs> oh, <Yeah. fuck>. okay. <laughs> like she transcends yeah. category <laughs> she's just a witch <laughs> yeah. incredible okay yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wild vibes um okay well should we cast are we at time to start casting? let's My cast gosh. oh really before, quickly, before you comment Oh, sorry. You go ahead. My friend, one of my dearest friends who did work at Valpiano, full circle, she um, <laughs> she, she likes to, when she would search, I'm going to make sure I get it right. When she would search on social media, hashtag, okay, you might have <laughs> to cut this. Scared. When she When she searches for hashtag cast us, which like, oh no, I, a friend of hers would audition and be like, cast us when they were at an audition together, she f- clicked on it. And it was just multiple people misspelling cactus. And so um, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna delete this entire story. <laughs> <laughs> but every time we see a cactus, we go cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, delete, delete, delete. No, okay. That translates. <laughs> I love it. Like the last twenty minutes of the app, <laughs> abort a bit <laughs> about casting. Um, Jenny, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say back to the body hair. Is that we also famously did a show in our bathing suits? You were in that show, right? Psycho Beach were Party. We- oh my yeah. god! I 
I um like <laughs> I thought I was being healthy before that show because I wanted to look good in a tiny bathing suit. So I ate Cliff bars like ten times a day, and now you look at it, it's just like fifty pounds of sugar. Brian Maxine and I, yeah, we um we I, we smooched in that show in our in our movies. <gasps> hot oh my god yes shout out little 20 year olds running around in bathing suits made of cloth i think they, yeah why <laughs> let's talk about that why did they put you guys real bathing suit material they put you in little cloth diapers essentially yeah I, well, sorry to drag you know. whoever costume designed that show but <laughs> i got waxed before that show like any shoulder <gasps> area like any like i was so yeah that was a body hair moment for sure it was also yeah, empowering we... to do that and survive it. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I definitely was like, well, it is what it is, Santa, as Mariah Carey once said, off to the off to the wax salon. All right. Well, so now we're we... going to rename this cat cactus. We're going to cat play cactus. <laughs> oh, well, so now we have to keep the story. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> now, let, give, let me give you an option. So if you choose not to keep it, you won't. <laughs> Okay, now let's cast, y'all. Let's cast. <laughs> Cut, Brent. Are we... Yes. Do you, do you want to cast happy endings? Yeah. I need to, like, really, though, do a little bit of a reminder. We need a, yeah, we need a refresh. Okay, I so have, I think I yeah. already know who you both are. <laughs> okay. I feel pretty confident about who I am, and I actually feel pretty confident about who Jenny. Okay, Eric, I'd like wait. To this hear... is fun. This is fun. I'd like. Wait, you to I need lead time. Us. Wait, will you remind me really quickly of names? Okay, or can I say businessman overachiever Brad, who is Damon Wayne's junior, and Thank his you. neurotic perfectionist wife Jane Eliza Coop, Dixie right. Alex. I don't know if that's her full word but <laughs> Ditsy alicia, Alex. yeah alicia cuthbert a happy-go-lucky boutique owner boutique <laughs> owner jane's younger sister boutique owner daydreamer dave could never tell you about that guy and a slacker man child max adam pally of course incredible performance and outgoing party girl penny hearts casey wilson of course i'd love to just take a Let's just take a little moment in our minds, but I think we can definitely do this. Okay. I will start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Okay. feels very clear to me that Jenny is Max Adam Pally. Jenny <gasps> is just really sort of like always doing stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> just everyone loves like beloved standout star, but also just like – Where's he going? What's he doing? What's he thinking? Sort of vibe. Oh, that's good. Um, I do. Sorry, I'm Penny. I feel that I am Penny. I just feel when I saw it on the TV, I was like, yeah, that's me, me, Casey Wilson. Huge shout out. Love her forever. Please come on the pod. We would die. And I'm going to give Eric Jane. <gasps> I, I love think you that. Have that. Dom mommy energy. Like, tell me where to go. Tell me what to do. I will listen to you. Yes. And I'm also like, we'll say it a little intense. <laughs> and and there, babe, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's not, I've worked on how that manifests in therapy is making, you know, my life a little more livable. But no, I definitely do not disagree. And I'm really. There's a strength. There is a strength. And I, that I was struggling because like, if I was going by the 
boundaries of gender. I was like, I don't like, I'm not, I'm definitely not a Max. I'm not a Mm -hmm. Dave. I'm not, I mean, no, I'm not a Brad. I'm, I'm the Jane. Fuck. I'm the Jane. Jane. I'm Jane. (laughs) You're Jane, babe. Well, that answers that. And I do agree, Nicole, through and through your penny. And what, and what a win. I was on the fence between, for both of you. I was gonna I think that you both have Jane Penny energies. I think I I'm that. a I'm a Jane with a penny rising mm-hmm. and Nicole is a penny with a Jane rising, probably. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Cause I, I did, do see I, that for both of us. You flipped it. Final moment, made the call and flipped it. And gave mm. Eric Penny and Nicole Jane and myself Max. <laughs> Feels clear. <laughs> for sure, Max. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're Max. I am um... <laughs> Yeah, who did you originally give to Yes. Jenny? It's okay. This is a safe space, Eric. <laughs> I was gonna put you well, I was gonna put you as like the third sister of of Jane and Alicia Cuthbert. Alex. Alex. Like I was like at first I was like, Are you because you have such like Who's like the a forgettable, forgettable. She's not. She doesn't <laughs> exist. No, she doesn't exist. Is what I'm saying. Like you, like you're like a mix between the because I think you're a very ambitious person, like Jane, but then you have a mm-hmm. free, a free loveness mm. of mm. Alex. Yes, yes. So we all I have a touch that. of the Jane in us. But I do think that Max, <laughs> Max is probably a be- the best way to say to combine those traits. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, was the dirtiest one in college. <laughs> and Had that's the dirtiest Max. room and. Uh, and you you're know, talking like cleanliness, not like sex. No, no, yeah, cleanliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Max is always like living in that loft, that gross loft, changing yeah. jobs all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I feel kindred to that energy of what's going on with that guy. <laughs> I love what a great, what a great segment. I love that segment of casting. Thank you for <laughs> for having me on for a happy endings Thank- casting. I'm glad that we did that. You know, it's something that I only watched one time through. And like the things about binging the TV shows, it's like how much really stuck in there. I watch it so fast, so intensely. Yeah. Um, but I would like to revisit it at some point because I oh, really I... remember just loving it so much. Hard same. I should probably stop watching chiropractor videos and just go back to happy endings. <laughs> yeah, let's get you on happy endings again. Log I off. I think that's the move, yeah. <laughs> like, I am... Just so thrilled that you talked to us. I love you so much. I love you both. Um, this was such a goddamn joy. I love this podcast, and I'm just such such a fan. Such a fan. Get out of we town. are of you. Same seas. If you haven't listened to that's a gay ass podcast, get goddamn in there. It's so good. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Where can the people find you, Eric? What should they look for? <laughs> look for me on Instagram at Eric Wills. And the exciting news is if you're in LA, we're doing a live show for That's the Gayest Podcast on the 27th here. And it's not official yet, but there's stuff in the works for a New York show this <laughs> summer. So Ooh. Uh, that Instagram is gay ass podcast. Um, if Incredible you name. And yeah, listen, listen, I would love to have y'all. I really need oh. the character actress sweatshirt. Oh my god, yeah. Are you I'm trying to have a body. Absolutely. I'm an the idiot. merch. No, it's okay. The merch is uh, the merch. I'm going to try to do like a 2023 collection. So, so stay tuned. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll sit tight to see what yeah, the new colors tight. are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we love you and we thank you. Ditto, 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 moi.